BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm remarried and living my best life ever. See, there's so much life after divorce. I'm starting my new chapter unapologetically. I'm bringing real stories, real life, Real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me on the journey. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. I'm doing sort of solo podcast topics again today. So I've been looking at what you guys have been sending me question-wise, and they're so diverse. I always want to try and get through them for you. But seems to me that a lot of you want to know about taking your first steps after divorce and sort of choosing a new life, I guess, completely new life and anxiety and moving and Dubai. So I thought I would make it sort of, well, taking chances. I've always said, you know, about comfort zone and taking chances and changing your life. I think what happens is more than anything in life, we like our comfort zone. We like things that we know. We're all comfortable when we know what's going to happen to us. And we get a little bit uncomfortable when we don't know what's going to happen to us. And I have always led my life by, you know, the seat of my pants So I think, you know, what I would say to people, and it's, you know, my choice was Dubai and Dubai doesn't have to be your choice. I remember when I was coming here, my parents thought I was like, you know, literally leaving to be strung up and tied to death in the Middle East. Now they understand how I live and how amazing it is. And, you know, I can drive and I can do all these things and I live, you know, probably better than they do. But I took, well, this was seven years ago, eight years ago now, probably. I took a, a massive leap of faith moving with my ex-husband when, you know, I I could have said no. But my point is not about Dubai. My point is taking that risk. I think if you've had a very settled life, say you've been married 10, 15 years and you live in the countryside, you have a beautiful home, you've got everything. I want to just like fuck shit up. Like, that's not enough. Like, I can't, I mean, if I've done 10 years of that, 
I don't want to know that I've got another 50 of that. Like, no, if I'm changing my life, I'm changing my life. It's not enough that, you know, you're getting divorced and just moving on and going to live in the same house and going to do the same routine. And I think that's a mistake many women make. You know, even though they get divorced, they keep the family home. They want to keep everything together. They want to keep the same life. They want as little around them to change. And I would say, ladies, that is a massive mistake. Only because I feel like you live in the past. You can't really move forward if you're always being reminded of what you did have, the life you led. You know, I look at my country house now in the UK and it seems like, I mean, a lifetime ago. My kids still love it, obviously, and it's always been rented out and it's a beautiful, beautiful home. Don't get me wrong. But I don't remember my life there. It was a different woman, a different time, a different life, different friends. You know, whether that makes me a terrible friend or whatever else, I left and I've never looked back. When I go back, I love seeing my old friends, but I wasn't tied to them. And I think it's an important place to be that you can move where you sort of need to and sort of build a whole new life. I, I met so many women on this podcast, actually, a really lovely woman bought one of my, my Chanel jacket from me. So if you're listening, hi. And she said that she had built her dream life after her marriage. She was showing me that she was so inspired as well by my home. So she, you know, she's got her own beautiful home, which was like 10 times the size of mine. And I think that's also what women are scared of. I'm not scared of downgrading. It's not a downgrade if you're happier right? I mean, I look at all these like blogs and threads and like, oh God, you know, look, poor Caroline. Like, There's no poor Caroline. I'm absolutely fucking fine. I'm, I love my life. Let me tell you, I've had the huge houses. I've had the huge houses. I've had the, you know, 70 staff. I've had the big business. I've had all of these things. I wouldn't swap it for a minute of where I am now. My new little house is the most beautiful thing in the world to me. Like every single thing is about me and Sergio about my new life. Every single thing we picked, there is nothing in the house that we haven't put together ourselves. It doesn't scream us. I mean, I defy you to find another house like this in Dubai. Um, you may all fall about laughing, say well, most of us don't want it. I mean, everyone told me I was crazy for the floors that they were going to give me some eye ache, but I absolutely love it. I've got dogs. I can't have carpets, all of these things. Anyway, that's not my point. My point is that whatever your life looks like, big or small, you know, I know giant, giantly rich women who are fucking miserable, who have private jets, who can jet off. And if they have an argument with the husband, he literally throws them a Birkin and you think it looks amazing, but actually they would die to have what I have or what you have. And there's always somebody with more and there's always somebody with less. You need to understand and be comfortable where you are today. I have a beautiful life with a husband who loves me. We earn enough money to have a lovely life. I don't want for more. I like the fact that I can get what I want if I need it. I've never, by the way, never needed a man to lavish me in gifts. Actually, I just I made the mistake of going on a blog today and they were like, oh, you know, poor Caroline. She's gone from her huge house to her small house. And I'm sure her husband can't like you know, spoil her with like loads of gifts. Let me tell you, there's only so many gifts at a point you can have. Sergio gives me as many as I would like. He would take like, he let, he would let me in, empty his complete savings account if I wanted to and go on one bender. That is who he is. That's 
not my intention. I don't care about this stuff. If I wanted all of that, I'd be living in Miami with some sort of crypto king in a giant fucking mansion, which I could have done. Anyone can do. It's not that hard, you know, to find. Join the millionaire's dating club, do whatever you need to do, start traveling, go find the guy. That doesn't interest me. Never wanted it. Don't want it. I've told you very clearly the type of guy that makes me happy. I want someone who compliments my life, who is, you know, happy to be around me, who loves me, not that just buys me gifts. I can buy my own gifts. That's the whole thing. You know, I think we need to change women's attitude. Men are not here to take us to Christian Dior and Chanel. Why can't we get it through our own heads? If we want Dior and Chanel, let's buy it for ourselves. And at the end of the day, Nobody really can have a bigger closet than I do. I mean, obviously there are some people, you know, and it doesn't make me, I can't hug it. It doesn't make me happier because I've got, you know, a million Birkin bags and I, I had a million more before. To be honest, it's just not what I'm about anymore. I love them, but it's not the happiest part of my life. I love my husband. You know, I love watching how much he wants me to thrive or how much we work together Again, nothing is perfect. Of course we bicker. And you guys will see that on the show. And, you know, we live a very difficult life, you know, as in we were building a house, we're filming a TV show. You know, these are things that extra layer on things that people magnify problems that people maybe don't have in their lives. But in the end, you know, we, it, he also moved to a country where he knew no one. He took this step to change his life for me. And I think that there you go, that Sergio and I, we didn't move here together, but we both moved here to sort of fuck shit up. And I think that that like every time you get comfortable, think about what could fuck shit up in your life. And I don't mean in a bad way, but in a crazy way, like if you don't like your life, change it. Sergio did like his life. He was living in Newport Beach and he'd gone to school and everything else, but he was a baby. He was 24 years old. He hadn't even started, you know, wasn't even looking for a proper job yet. So, you know, he could do anything. What does that look like for him? Well, you know, he moved and Dubai has been great to him. He loves his life here. I don't think he would change it for anything. He's settled into the role of being a stepdad. He's settled into, you know, working with me and, and doing everything together. And he's such a support to me. If it wasn't him, I'd have to have a frigging team of people who didn't even understand who I am or wouldn't put up with my mood swings. Sergio is a great rock, but he also took all the chances I did. When I moved here, I wasn't sure. I didn't know anyone. And I had a great life in the UK. And I actually thought it was the end of Ladies of London. And I actually thought that it would be great for my marriage. It actually wasn't the best for my marriage. Because I think when you're separated from your friends, your family and everything else, I think everything else just comes out. Also, I was, you know, finding my feet here. I wasn't happy as just a housewife. And then I got into all the roles that I did here. You know, as so many of you look at me and say, well, what does she do? What does she do? Well, again, I keep saying to you guys, I'm obviously living a great life. So if it was that easy, why do, doesn't everyone get up and do it? You know, I'm not a me, 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 all mine person. I believe that there's room for everyone. So I've made my own path. I do everything from I've had a shoe line, right, which was in all the so many stores in America. I've just finished writing a book. I've got this podcast. I'm a luxury brand ambassador where, you know, again, that is like you 
advertise big companies. They use you as your fa- their face and then you stay with them as a spokesperson. It is an actual job. It is work. I work with doctors. I've done, you know, so many things here. Um, I'm now building my own brand, Bust the Label, which I can't wait to show you all. I've got my merchandise. I've got the TV show. You know, I am busy. I know that Instagram and everything else makes it look easy. But again, would I be this successful in another country? I don't know. Maybe not in L.A., Maybe not a million of me, but I made my own path and I need Sergio. He's a massive part of that. And I think that that is taking life decisions that change everything. If you're going to change your husband, change your life. Because old friends, as as good as they are, can also remind you of your old life. I believe I'm a very all or nothing, right? So if I'm in, I'm going to jump two feet first and I think finding a new group of friends and finding a new a new place to live. So I've got another girlfriend now who just got divorced. I mean, this is nuts. And she's now moving to Costa Rica with her ex-husband and the ex-husband's girlfriend because they became best friends. I want to say absolutely nuts. But she said it's she's loving it. This way, she's best friends with the ex-husband who's still taking care of her and the kids. And she's best friends with a new wife. So I, you know what? It's a different kind of fuck things up, but she's doing it. And I'm respecting it because she says it's best for her. She can still have her own life. She stays with the kids. She's moving to a whole new country and she's going to get her new life too. So good for her. Who's to say that's the wrong way? No one. I went on to a dinner yesterday and met this woman and she was on holiday with her current ex-husband and the new husband great. I haven't got there yet, but I'm, I'm hoping to. Yasmin's just come back from her college tour with her father. And then I will split it up. And then, you know, next time I'm hoping to take her to college. But again, a lot of people, I've had my in-laws here too. So it's been a crazy time because I'm filming, you know, all of these things you don't always see, but they're, you know, they're happening just because we're sitting here and it looks like I'm doing nothing. I never do nothing. I'm one of the most hardworking women you'll meet. To my detriment, I wish I could do nothing. I wish I could switch my brain off. I cannot. So I would say that the biggest things in my life are when you just make a total change. I think that it doesn't mean that you have to be an awful friend, right? And leave everyone. I just believe that you can't have one foot in and one foot out. That, you know, to make a change in life, you need to slightly reinvent yourself. So sometimes when people know you too much or they know too much of your story, you can be judged. You know, people can say, well, you can't do that. And I think when you're going through a divorce, especially, or a life change, you need people behind you that either don't know you and you can just walk in and bullshit, as I said, like, you know, well, I do this. And people will believe you because they don't know you. Or that you can say, I'm going to do this. And, you know, all the people in my life that went on to do great things, they did that. I remember, you know, I did a podcast with her the other day. Diane Kruger came in back in the day when she was just a model. And she just announced one day she was going to be an actress. And I was like, oh, roll of my eyes. I was like, really? Along with every other fucking model on the planet, never going to happen. Now what? She's the highest paid actress in France. I mean, hello. She did it. She fucking went out and did it. She didn't just go on and talk about it. She took the steps. She just did it and continued. She knew nothing, never studied it, never whatever. There's a million pretty faces. So it's not just because she's pretty. There's a million pretty faces. You have to be a lot more than pretty to get where she has. 
I, I, I remember reading scripts. I, could, I mean, there's just absolutely no way. There's no way I could do it. It's a certain type of person. And it's never too late to reinvent yourself. You can be whatever you want or desire to be. Don't let anyone tell you that you're too old. Just because you've been a mother for 10 years doesn't mean it's over for you. Some of the most successful women I know, their business was born out of almost desperation because they had been looked after and they hadn't had to go to work and they didn't have any savings because they expected to have, you know, their husbands forever and they expected their life to remain the same. You can't expect anything today. Life is very different. You can't expect anything from anyone except yourself. That's why I always say, you know, everyone's like, oh, ha ha, when Sergio leaves you. I, I hope he stays forever, but if he doesn't, it's okay too. That's my point. I don't expect him to dedicate his entire life to me. You know, I might be some, you know, old, haggard old woman in 30 years, you know, and I expect him to be there around me, but not like dedicated. Who knows? Who the fuck knows where I'm going to be? So I'm making plans, not to be without him, but I'm making plans to look after me in my future. You know, I have never, ever, ever told anybody out there that I am sitting on an endless pot of money. I've always worked, always. So, you know, I think that when some of the most successful women, as I said, have been born out of pressure. I think you underestimate yourself, or a lot of women underestimate themselves, what they're actually capable of under pressure. I can't remember what it was. I met, I met a woman or I interviewed a woman who had made this amazing makeup line in the middle of COVID brushes or something. And she'd made a fucking fortune online. And I was like, and it's so irritating because here I am plodding away thinking, oh, I just need one, one item. What's that item? And then you watch people sort of supersede you that you know, and you're like, oh, I want to do it. But it, it, as much as it makes you feel like, oh, I haven't got there yet. It also gives you hope, right? It means, okay, I could do that too. And, I, you know, you need to look at it like that, not jealousy, not like, well, she's done it and I can't. It's like, well, she can do it, I can too. There is enough room on the internet. There are so many people out there that need things. And, you know, we're now doing direct sales to people. Get off your big ass and make the first steps. You don't need a lot of money today to start a business. You do not. Back in the day when I did, you needed a lot of money. I think I raised half a million quid. I understand that's very scary to people to start. And then, you know, then I went on and on and on. You don't need to do that today. You could start with one picture of one item and do pre-orders. Many people, anyone can start that, right? It doesn't need to be this scary thing. In fact, I always say, to be honest, the packaging is the most important fucking thing ever because, you know, everything is out there. There's, you know, it's, you've got to attract people. Why is yours different? And, you know, I'm going through that right now because I'm starting Bust the Label with Sergio and we're really excited, you know, because Bust the Label's got a lot of meaning behind it because it's, you know, I guess busting out of confirmation, right? And just not being what people label you to be. And it's sort of like, I feel like I've built such a lovely sort of um, platform of all you women out there that listen to me every week that I really feel like, you know, you're all nonconformist or you wouldn't be listening to me. Not like you do. And I feel like you all feel like anything's possible too. 
And that's what Bust the Label's about. And I think that once you make these decisions, and it is scary because it's my first foray back into sort of doing something completely on my own. It was, I've always sort of done collaborations with other people and just taken the risk out of everything. You know, there you go. Because I was like, oh, I started my last business and it, you know, it was so stressful. I had so many staff and I didn't want to go through that again. And I, you know, I don't want, I'm scared of having my own thing. And I quite like just representing other brands and then, you know, fucking off at the end of the day. Cause I don't really, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's not my problem, not my business, but now it's going to be my business again, but it's mine and Sergio's. So then, you know, we love it and it's going to be hopefully the thing that takes us forward for quite a long time, you know, be it all of you guys get sick of seeing me on TV. You know, this is something, my podcast and my, my brand that we're launching, I hope it's something that you will enjoy for a very long time. But, you know, I could fail just because I have, you know, have many downloads and, you know, 5 million people out there listening to me, you know, doesn't mean that you're all going to want what I'm producing at all. I'm in exactly the same position as anyone else out there starting, right? Okay. I have a bigger audience for a second, but it, it really, it doesn't work like that. People have cottoned on. They don't, don't, people don't part with their cash for just anything. It's not like I just put a post up and like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, you know, click through. It doesn't work like that. You know, you have to believe in it. You have to see me using it. That's why I become brand ambassadors to one thing. You never see me do tons and tons of shit because it doesn't work anymore. That's not how celebrities don't sell limitless things the same way as maybe they used to, because there's not the disposable income anymore that we used to have. People think about parting with their money as you should. So, you know, I think once you've made a decision to sort of rearrange your life or to get divorced or to take such a big leap, rearrange everything. Your kids are very, very malleable. It, it hurts for a minute. Children like routine, obviously. My kids love Dubai. My daughter's now looking at university in America. So maybe I'll end up in Miami at some point. You never know. I, I'd love to. I'm not scared of moving again because I've done it before. You know, and then if my boys want to go over there too, then we all go to America. Fantastic. So it's not like, you know, where's my parents... I, I've always said, get come over here. They love it here. Yet they sit in a giant house collecting dust in the countryside in London, in England, freezing, going, oh, we wish we'd had the sun, but we can't leave our friends and we can't leave your brothers and sisters who are, they visit them twice a year. I just don't get it. I absolutely don't get it. Why do you want this giant house that you're a slave to instead of a beautiful little apartment overlooking a beach and sitting on your balcony in the sun? because that's what they're used to. My mother's l lost her mind. She won't go smaller than three bedrooms here because she's always had, you know, 10. But why? Like downsize, live better, have, have all the help in the world. Why have this giant country mansion? I just, I don't understand because they can't change. They can't change. And I think the most important thing for people to learn is to embrace change. Change isn't scary. Change is really exciting. Actually, not changing is fucking scary. Not changing. Living exactly the way you are in the same place and not making any effort to change anything, even though you're miserable, or even if you're not miserable, you're not quite happy enough. You know, when you could be, I, my cousins all moved to Marbella. 
My aunt moved to Marbella and that's where she ended up on the beach. Fine. Don't want to move to Dubai. Get it. Maybe it's too far for you. Then sell your house and move to the... They've always wanted to live on the beach. For as long as I can remember, they've said, I'd love to live by the sea. Where do they live? Next to a field. In a beautiful house. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely beautiful. And absolutely freezing. When at that age, my dad's nearly 80. Why wouldn't you just go and sit in a hot country? Anywhere. I mean, let me tell you, if you had a house in Marbella, my brothers and sisters would be there probably more than they are in the countryside in England. Makes no sense. But they are just so set in their ways. I've actually sent them like people down there to like try and find them a new house, find them a smaller house. Then I'm like, okay, if you don't want to give that up, why don't you get a smaller house? Why don't you get a small apartment abroad? And then you can go back and forth. Nope. And you know, it's, it's so English. It really is. It's, it's something that, that, you know, I, I recognize, I see it even with school friends of mine where you sort of go back after 20 years to a school reunion and they're literally in the same clothes in the same place. And you know, you look like an alien. So that petrifies me, petrifies me. I'm about to have this life. I'm now on TV again. That was scary. I didn't want to do TV again. You know, I was out of it for six years. I didn't know how I'd be received. And actually, I'd done two rounds of IVF in my first season of Housewives of Dubai. So I was literally mute and it looks like I'm fucking the pool boy. Didn't quite come out the way that we had or I thought we had portrayed ourselves. But anyway, it's just life. And we're back. And here we go, you know, and it's going to be fun. And it's, it's okay. It's all right. Nothing is permanent. And I think that once you understand that, you know, no damage is permanent. It's so what, you know, and by the way, even if people are laughing at you or joking about you, there's better than not people not speaking about you. Get on, make a difference. You know, I think people really learned who I am through this podcast. And I talk about a lot of profound things that I think if I was just this like woman that had no um, morals and no like education or just by the way if I wanted to go out and get my toy boy there's nothing wrong with that either there really isn't who are you to tell me what's the right guy for me or for anybody else as long as you're happy and not hurting someone else go for it absolutely go for it there are no rules today we have enough on our plate if you're successful and you're doing your thing you get to choose. That's the, that's what I always say. You know, my money isn't here to buy me love or, you know, Dior or Chanel. And I think Sergio would say the same because, you know, he made a lot of money very young, you know, all those things when he had the nice cars and the nice life in Spain. And he was like, you know, going to the pitch, they didn't make him happy. He looks at life in a completely different way right now. And that's what is so amazing because he learned he learned these pitfalls very young, whereas a lot of people don't learn them young. A lot of people don't go through life until the end and realize that they've made these mistakes. Both of us are very blessed. I mean, obviously with what I do, I do need to go to Dior and Chanel and be a bit shallow sometimes because like, my outfits are a big part of how I present myself. But, you know, we actually, this house symbolizes a lot of love and a lot of change and a lot of struggle to get where we are and where we were and the things and the, a lot of friendship, by the way, people around us, you know, our friends have supported us so much through this, you know, through this journey for us. I get a lot. Why did you guys move out of your apartment into Michael's so soon? Well, first of all, you have to keep, 
keep renting for I think it was six months or something and I I didn't know I thought my house was gonna be ready but they're also down to normal things it was like nearly twenty thousand dollars a month if I'm spending twenty thousand dollars a month for the last two months I'd rather have furniture I make normal decisions I don't know why it's so weird for people to think about normal decisions and and, and there's nothing normal about that size of rent anyway but like you know, I, I don't not think, I think all the time, nobody builds a house and doesn't from scratch and doesn't think about bills. It was a complete ride. Like, oh my God, you know, sometimes in a month, suddenly you get a thousand bills at once and you literally, the anxiety of how you're going to do it. But because I had the right man by my side and because I felt calm at home, you know, he and I managed to get everything that we needed to do done. And look at us. We're in our beautiful, beautiful home. And it was worth everything. I mean, we're not still not in our house, in our room, but I, you know, there are things that are almost finished, but we all love it. My kids are over the moon. We're over the moon. You know, we're not moving again. And that's something we've really strived for because we didn't know how long we'd be here. I also had just got divorced, hadn't sold the UK house. I didn't rush in to buy anything here. And then, you know, life pushes you in the right direction. As I said, you know, this house, it was a completely by accident. You know, I was going to go and view them and I didn't even have a chance to view them because they sold so quickly. But my girlfriend had saved me one, thank God. And I, and I bought it and I bought it without sight unseen because they were so fast. But it's been the best investment ever. Like Dubai's through the roof. I bought it without thinking. Nobody does that. And now I've made a lot of money on it, which is great, but I don't think I really want to go anywhere because where am I going? And, you know, Sergio and I have put our heart and soul into this. This is both of our hard work. You know, we have really struggled to make this right. And we've done this together. And, you know, whatever that looks like, for us, it's ours and it's wonderful. And it will be his and my children's for a long time. And it's super exciting that we've been able to do this. And, you know, that is teamwork and it's the best work. And we, as I said, it may not be as grand as my last house, but that's by choice. You know, I could have waited to sell and everything else, but I don't want to. This is a great family home. Okay. And with the rest, we're going to start a business and we'll do have our lives. And I don't have to worry about the size of bills here. It's just an easy home. And Sergio and I have made a very, very easy life. And, you know, these are the important decisions that we've made. You know, we've realized like this, buying this house has saved us money. You know, buying this house and taking this risk saved us a fortune on rent. You know, it's it's great. We're so happy. There is nothing else that we want. We look at around and I get messages from you guys all the time going, oh my God, you're so close to the next house. But this is Dubai. Everyone's close to each other. You, If you don't know what Dubai is, that's how people live. I mean, you know, I actually know my neighbors and I quite like it because I lived in the countryside in England. and I didn't see anyone for miles. And actually it was scary and I don't mind seeing my neighbors. And if I want to, I'll show close the curtains, but right now I don't even want curtains. And I love my pretty little house. And if it's not grand enough for you, okay, but great. Then don't come stay with me. But so far no one hasn't, everyone's here. 
and everyone's supporting us. And I love my house. So, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. And I have a 28 year old husband who adores me. And I have beautiful children who live here and love me and love him. And I have, I'm so grateful for everything. I have three beautiful dogs that like are my babies. I've got, you know, my turtle, my lizard, my tree through the middle of the house that I can hug. It brings so much energy to this house. I can't tell you this house has such a happy feeling. I wish everyone has a home like this that has the happiest feeling. You know, have we struggled to get where we are? Yes. Has it been stressful? Have I wanted to kill a few people in the process? Would I built a house from scratch before? No. Now I've done it. I mean, who knows? Maybe this is something I would do again. I've really, you know, now I look around and it's worth it. Everything's worth it. And all my friends have like, as I said, come over and just, you know, my girlfriend who's, who is the most amazing person at landscaping. She came over and like helped design it for me. And everybody here wanted me to win. Everybody here wanted me and Sergio to be happy here. And for us to have a good life, they've seen, you know, behind the scenes, they've seen how hard it was for both of us. Sergio deserves to live an amazing, happy life. He struggled a lot in his life. And he and I, that's why we bond on so many things. He is my rock. I will be his rock. And, you know, I think Dubai is a big part of this. The place, everything has just given us so much opportunity. And I want to say to you all, if you're thinking about moving or you're scared, don't be. Again, it doesn't have to be here. Even state, move state. Move somewhere that you can feel free. That you can feel free to be exactly who you are, not who you're meant to be. Move somewhere that gives you a chance to start over to pick people that you pick, not people that you're left with, to grow in ways that you didn't. If you, if you have to take a shittier job or move to a smaller home, no one's judging you. No one's going to poor you, not poor you. This is the first step to the rest of your life. Remember that you may have to go down to go up. Please remember that there is nothing wrong with going down. I used to lie in bed going, what would my new life look like? Maybe I'll be in a, you know, a small apartment by myself. And I was like, it's okay. It will be a beautiful one because it'll be designed by me. And that didn't happen. The worst never really happens. But if the worst doesn't look that bad, remember that. So I think what I want to say is moving wherever it is, wherever you are, starting a new life. I've always said that I would like to end up on an island. So maybe it'll be, you know, Seychelles or open a beach bar or bed and breakfast, whatever it is. Like I'd like to retire on an island somewhere. Nothing is permanent. Don't get tied down. Don't get bogged down. Don't try and save your life, your old life. Don't try and save your house. If you can't afford it, get rid of it. Get rid of things that hold you back. You know, when I realized that we were spending too much money on rent in the end, I let go. Who cares? You know, make short term sacrifices for long term gains. Do not hold on to what other people feel your life should look like. Let it go. When you let it go, it comes back 10 times better, 10 times better. I didn't buy this house because I thought we'd make a lot of money. You know, we, we never looked at it like that. We looked at it for a long time. It just so happens now we've made a lot of money on it. Both of us are looking at each other going, should we sell, should we sell? And then at the same time, we're like, we're happy. 
So you never know your sacrifice might turn into your biggest, biggest wish. Thank you for listening to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. <laughs>